Happy New Year. Welcome to Your Aunties Could Never, episode 43, but first episode of the new year. Welcome, welcome, everybody. How are you, my ladies? Good. Yes, getting there, you know. And I will double back and say hi, I'm Auntie AK, and I'm here with... <laughs> Auntie Farah. Auntie Nana. And Auntie Shade. As we were saying, how are you? Lock, lockdown three, I was about to say lockdown four. Lockdown three, how are you not feeling? Are you ready? It is lockdown four. It though. is four. It is four, mate. I think we're on our fourth go around. Is it yeah. four? Four. It was March, and then we had November, and then we had December, and now we've got January. And oh. January is nearer to March than it was to November. And December. And December. So it's um, lockdown 2.0. Yeah. Well, so national lockdown. Do you know what I mean? Because yes, exactly. Lockdown. <laughs> so, how do you not feel? I'm sick of it. I just want to play free. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the thing is, having read the government guidelines in because it's saying to isolate however let's take for example if you had two single parents right and they share custody of their kids and their kids go back and forth between those people's houses say i now have a childcare bubble which is not to be confused with a support bubble <laughs> exactly so a childcare bubble is another household with children that you agree that will look after each other's children or they'll look after your children unpaid right so that's a childcare bubble and then separate to that you have a support bubble so my mum's household would be my support household but doesn't necessarily have to be my childcare bubble so that is already three households that the child's going back and forth to now say my child's father wanted to do the same thing he could then have three households that the child could go back and forth to, making it six households in total. That's so unconfusing. And then if you have to get a plumber around to your house or an electrician or anybody to come in and do household work, they could come and do it during lockdown because those things still have to carry on. Thank you, oh wise one. And so uh, it's not really like March then. I'm sure March had way more restrictions. It did. March, you couldn't even go to work or anything. They locked us down. Yeah, they locked everything down. You can go to work and stuff if you have to. March, there was no support bubble. I think you could still go to work if it was absolutely necessary. You could still travel if it was absolutely necessary. But... Yeah, but it was more key worker things. So like, for example, film and television weren't considered key work worker roles back in March, but mm -hmm. then further on in the year they did become key worker roles so those things are allowed to stay open and in production well 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 we're in lockdown yeah. happy new year to miss latang antoinette thank you antoinette for my hair i got new hair um <laughs> happy new year beverly happy new year ronald okay let's get cracking into the headlines into the headlines Auntie Shade. So my story today is about a young lady called Zara Holland. 
So Zara Holland, you might not recognise her name, but she was formerly on a TV show called Love Island, which is quite popular here in the UK. She was in there, I think, circa 2016. And basically, actually, she's not actually averse to controversy because when she was in Love Island, she actually was stripped. She's also the former Miss Great Britain, and she was stripped of her title because she what did she do? Because you have to say it because... Yeah, I have no clue. I wasn't watching Love Island back then. She got a little bit freaky with the guy that she was seeing in there, Alex Bowen or something. And she had sex on Love Island and she lost her Miss Great Britain title. Oh, oh, that's a bit problematic, is it? I don't know. Go on, finish what you're saying. I don't know. It depends what the competition... I mean, it's a, you know, it's the oldest pageant in the UK. Do you yeah. know what I mean? they'll be quite strict and if you're the current title owner i don't think they're going to expect you to have sex on television yeah, if that's yeah. i mean people have lost their titles for doing playboy exactly but anyway not to judge her on that or anything like that but just saying that she's had a controversial cut type path so her name has come up because her and her boyfriend elliot love decided to go to barbados you know in the caribbean all lovely and warm and all that stuff get away uh, get a bit of winter sun and it just so happened that the resort that they were staying at there was a covid outbreak and they had to be tested for covid and it turns out that zara was actually negative her test came back negative but her boyfriend elliot he came back positive and because the guys were together they said they both need to quarantine but Zara and Elliot thought, no, no, we have to break free. That's what they thought. And they thought they could run for the airport, try and get on a British Airways flight and come back to the UK. However, the Barbados police team were just like, nope, this ain't happening. Someone grasped them and they got apprehended, I think, at the airport and they're currently in police custody. So in Barbados at the moment, if you kind of break quarantine and try and, you know, put other people in danger because of COVID, the charges that you face, are imprisonment for up to a year or uh, $50,000 Barbadian dollars, I think this is a fine, which I think is 18K in UK. She's apologised, by the way. She says she's so, so sorry. It was just a misunderstanding. First of all, do you think that she should be uh, released? Do you think that she should be allowed back to the UK? Or do you think she should be charged with either one of those punishments? I say good for her. That's what I say, your belt. That's what I say. Because the thing is, you're not bigger than the law. And just because you're British doesn't mean that you can go to Little Britain, as it's referred to, and try to break the law. You can't. The law is the law is the law is the law. Let's take it, look at it another way. If there was a Barbadian person, a Bayesian person that came over here and tried to do the same thing, everyone be raining down on them. So good for you. Good for you. Yes, you should be charged. Yes, you should have to maybe not do time, but she should get a little fine. You know, you should follow the law. You're not supposed to travel. Think about how many people they could have put at risk. Everyone in the airport, everyone on the plane, everyone when they got back, there's like possibly hundreds and hundreds of people, thousands maybe of people that could have been affected by this. So I say good for her. Good on you, Bayesian police people and airport control. Good on you. You prove them wrong. You show them that there are laws everywhere and they are not to be broken. Yeah, same. Really, I think a year inside is a bit harsh. <laughs> but I do think a good few weeks locked up, Like I think she should do a bit of time. Both of them, they should go into isolation and they should spend some time in prison, plus the fine from each of them as well. So they should both be fined. Just think of the driver. And if I was the driver, I'd sue them as well. Yeah. Whoever took them to the airport, I want to sue. 
the police people that had to go and get them and stop them, they should sue them for putting their life in danger as well. It's like, why? Even if you don't have any symptoms yourself, but you know that you've tested, you know that you can pass it on to other people. So where's the misunderstanding that you didn't know that you should be that you should be leaving the country? What type of foolishness is that? No, she deserves to be punished. And it will teach other flipping British people around the world thinking that they can just jump on a plane and go wherever they want to that you can't because you're going to get locked up. I completely agree. Strong arm of the law. Get them, get them, lock them up. <laughs> everyone should chant as they go up, up to the court, lock them up. Lock in the Asian accent, obviously. Lock them up. It's just that entitlement where we can do what we want, trying to sneak away and like those laws. It's like all the people that go on a holiday and get surprised when they get caught flouting the laws of the land. There's been countless young teenage boys and girls who've gone off to other countries thinking they can get away with doing nonsense. And then, uh, so, oh my God, I got, now they want to call the British consulate and they want to come and save them. <laughs> no one told you, no one told you come mess about in people's countries because you think third world countries don't um, apply to you, rules don't apply to you. You're colonizing spirits right in your soul. My friend is who's from Barbados and well, He's from here, but he's he's Bayesian. He's out there now and he's fuming because he's like, apparently, I can't, he, this is the, the story that he told me. Someone went to Barbados, had it, went to, was chilling with, um, or something like he had to, he didn't quarantine. The person bus quarantine, didn't quarantine like he was supposed to, went to a party, was catching keke in with the um, bouncer. The bouncer then, went on an excursion where he wasn't supposed to be going on an excursion, went on an excursion with his security guys or whatever. They all got it. So now there's a stream of events of people that it's just literally like the plague spreading and it's just taken over the island, not taken over the island or whatever. But And someone tweeted earlier on today or the other day saying that her uncle told her that in Barbados they now have 161 COVID cases, all because a rich white man went there and believed the rules didn't apply to him. So, you know, and I think this might be the same story. Um, he, he threatened the livelihoods of the security guards assigned to him. So whatever the case is, there's a lot of rich white folks who are disregarding the whole thing and acting like they don't have to abide by these countries' rules. It's, it's, it's actually disgusting behavior. That's why I think they should be treated harshly so people learn. And no British consulate, yeah. don't come and call any embassy for nothing. You stay there and do your time. Don't come and molly coddle them. Don't come back to England either. Actually, no. <laughs> Actually, from jail straight to UK, because don't try it and get a little beach time or anything. Straight to the UK to the cold and maybe do a time. I was going to say in Holloway, but Holloway's not there anymore, is it? But anyway, do <laughs> as well. Just lash them. I mean, I, I agree with the sentiment. I think, though, I do think that because Zara tested negative herself, I don't think she should have such a, as harsh a punishment because she wasn't actually the perpetrator, the actual perpetrator here. She's just a known person. Do you know what I mean? So I think that the guy, Elliot, he should hold some sort of case, 100%, because it was totally irresponsible. Can I ask, did she aid and abet him? Did she sneak out with him? Well, she did, but at the same time, she doesn't have COVID. So I think she should be fined, but I don't think she should need jail time. Did she get tested again? Yes, she did. She got tested twice. Both times he had it and both times she didn't. Okay. She's a special one. So she's immune. So she needs to be tested on. She needs to be taken straight. <laughs> she had it and is now immune. Yes, that's it. It could be yeah. that. Kind of he thing. could have caught it from her. 
Yes. Yeah, exactly. So I think, but at the time of the crime, she tested negative. But I think, yeah, definitely. I do, and I agree with the whole sentiment. You can't come to other people's countries and do what the hell you like. It just doesn't work like that. And even for you to come back to the UK and endanger us here as well, you need to hold something. Do you know what I mean? Because it's totally irresponsible. You're not above anything. And it's just like there was, oh, I can't remember her name, but there was an MP I think this week, tried to get to Scotland and she says she has no excuse. She's just sorry. No, throw it under the gel. You're sitting in these policies. This is your goddamn job. You need to go, lose your job. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. The people who are telling us what to do cannot be taking the piss with the rules. And if they do and they get caught, they should be treated with the harshest punishment. Totally, like, unbelievably. So, yeah, I agree with what you guys are saying. Good on the Bayesian law enforcement as well so quickly yes impressive how they caught them when you think about it it's not that hard you know? <laughs> not to take away from their skill and everything like that but that would never happen here do you know what i mean unless there's a big story attached it's not gonna happen here i did see on twitter someone was because another friend of ours was in jamaica but she was saying that it's interesting you know the typical kind of i suppose colonized slave mentality where white people are given extra privileges in our countries because of whatever kind of fear of repercussion or whatever. So there was a little bit of conversation about how some people are being treated lax and compared to the actual natives of the country and they're getting harsher punishments for breaching rules and the white people are getting off it. So all of that needs to stop. So Zara be the poster child of the example and let every world well, Zara and her boyfriend Elliot. And yeah, it's long. And I am, I am concerned about Ghana because people are really, I, apart from the jealousy, that I feel there's also a lot of people in Ghana. But they get tested when they go, they don't they? get tested twice. Yeah. Okay. As long as you get tested in Ghana and then you yeah. get sanitized every club that you go in. Okay, cool. I think that's perfectly fine. Okay, that's fine. You're just jealous. You're just hating. Yeah, don't worry about it. I feel it. like everybody that went to Ghana that is in Ghana now, when they come back, they should really be quarantined for 14 weeks on their own. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean that we have friends that I think they'll remember that for when you want to go. <laughs> anyway, let's get some comments. Uh, I was just going to add that the woman, Margaret, I think you pronounce her surname, Ferrari, is um, facing jail. Oh, is she? she did. Yeah, yeah. She's been arrested and, and could be serving some jail time. For the distance as well that she travelled, going from London to Scotland, when you've definitely had a positive COVID test, is disgusting. On the train as well. On That's some reckless shit. Uh, comments, comments, comments. Okay. So Beverly Elliott says she should be charged. Antoinette says lock her ass up. Beverly Elliott says British people have an entitlement attitude when they visit other places. Miss Latang says lock them up. And Antoinette says it's reckless behaviour. Lock her up and charge her for breaking the law. A year is harsh, but she should have to pay the consequences of what comes with breaking the law. Sid says, yes, tell him, yes, auntie. <laughs> and Beverly says, these people like to explain away they're wrong, just like the colonisers. And happy new year to you as well, Monique. Miss Latang says, my mum and aunt have cancelled their trip to Ghana in March for my birthday. That's so sad. And Antoinette says, my mum and sister had to get a test in the UK 72 hours before their flight and then pay another $150 on arrival in Ghana for another test before leaving the airport. Ghana got this. 
the thing is though if you look at what is in in inverted commas third world countries like if you look at the caribbean and you look at africa we got this because the way that people are being dealt with in terms of testing and restrictions and all of those things that's why the cases aren't as many as they are here they said that in Barbados they had a hundred and something cases. That's probably why they're pissed as well. This girl's coming in with her boyfriend or the boyfriend's coming in. You've been tested and you want to prance about and spread your COVID germs all over the bloody country. Exactly. It's ridiculous. And they've been so good at containing it and keeping their numbers low. Like the mortality rates over in those countries is very, you know, they've done really well with COVID. So I'm not surprised. Lock her up, yeah? Lock up her clock. Okay, move on to the next story. So it's, it's Donald Trump. It's old Trumpy boy. There's these tapes that have been leaked of him talking absolute madness. Basically, he was talking to the Georgia's Secretary of State, Brad Raffensperger, or Spurger, because Donald Trump attacked him on Twitter saying that, you know, he's refusing to bow down to pressure to recount and claim that Georgia really was won by the Republicans and all that type of stuff, because Georgia's like a, an important swing state. Trump came out and called him out on Twitter, then surprisingly, or, you know, um, these, this hour-long tape was leaked of Trump basically not begging, but trying to convince them in a kind of real surreptitious way to convince these guys to um, find these missing 11,000 whatever number of votes and in the assumption that they are all Republican votes, basically. So the call is called an explosive call um, with a bunch of people, from, and they're all Republicans, and... Trump actually demanded that Raffensperger find 11,780 votes and make immediate statements that he won the election. Raffensperger came on Jim Good Morning America to say that he sh believes that Trump should face criminal charges and investigations and claims of fraud and all that type of stuff because he's just spreading false information. Lots of the things he said have been disputed. Things like, you know, he was saying that dead people voted and he thinks the number of dead people who voted were 5,000. That has been disproved. There were thousands and thousands of ballots in a box that was not official or in a sealed box. That's been disproved. They ran out of because of a water main break and there was no water main. There was nothing there to break. No, it was a urinal that kind of overflowed and it didn't affect voters or anything. So that's been disputed. And um, you had out-of-state voters um, voting in Georgia, but they're from out-of-state, about 4,000. That's been disputed. There's that video that went around about people that looked like people were shredding ballots. That's been disputed. It was actually just old information in papers or whatever. That's not the, they weren't the votes. And he said something about these Dominion voting machines are corrupt. And that's also since been disputed. So everything, single thing he said on the tapes have been disputed and clarified as non-facts. However, do you believe Trump? Do you believe <laughs> um, Trump is telling the truth? Do you think he's actually telling the truth or, you know, these Trump, these tapes really prove that he's a damn liar and he's just gone off the rails? Auntie Shade. I think it's pretty obvious that he's lying. Like, he's saying it with his words, it's coming out of his mouth and there's a recording of it. Is that even the question? If we're in the world where we still have to question what's actually in front of us, then God help us, man. Seriously, it's, it's, it's right there. He's basically co trying to coerce these people into changing their decision. And Georgia is very interesting because I, I, I'm pretty sure that don't they have the fight over the Senate, is it today or tomorrow? Today. Today, right? So we'll get the result tomorrow. No wonder that he's trying to, you know, do you know what I mean? Discredit Georgia at the moment. Like, it's absolutely no wonder. I just think, like, just go away now. Like, how many days is it? What are we? 
Tomorrow's inauguration, isn't it? Is it the sixth? What, what happens on the sixth? Oh, the twentieth. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. What's tomorrow then? What's happening tomorrow? The Senate call. Yeah. So tomorrow will be the result of the Senate, I think, and then we've got fifteen more days for this guy till 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 they can legally, physically, forcibly remove him. Do you know what I mean? Like he needs to. He just needs to go. Like I'm so sick of hearing him still talk about the same thing. It's insanity now. It's actually insanity because you're just basically doing the same thing, trying to get a different result. The result ain't changing. It's not changing, Donnie. Sorry. Auntie <laughs> Nana, how do you feel about your, your Uncle Trump? I feel like he's been set up. He's been thrown out to the walls, basically. Like he, I, I um, can say this has been recorded and we will play this tape back. <laughs> he did the bidding of whoever the they are and now they're done with him. They're, they're throwing him to the walls because it's like really that call shouldn't have been Donald Trump doing that call that's somebody on your team does that call to try and plead for it to change just in case it is being recorded and does get leaked it's not on the president it just seems like folly that he was doing it but I bet you somebody in his team was like if you call them we may be able to change this and get Georgia even if he had won Georgia, I still don't think he was going to win anyway. I think the numbers don't match up. He was still losing, but it wouldn't have been an almighty defeat as he suffered. He made his bed in it. So as it stands now, I think Iran has issued an arrest warrant for him as well. It's like shit's getting peaked for Donald Trump. Now he'll know the devils that he was rolling with because they'll, they'll feed him to the wolves. There's a little tinge of sadness in me for the pantomime that he was involved in. It was fun while it lasted. And so now he has to go. So much loaded information there. Okay, so I believe that Donald Trump believes that he won. But only because somewhere, somewhere, somewhere down the line, when he signed up and he wrote in blood and he gave his soul away to whoever it is that he gave his soul away to, they promised him the election. Yeah. So he cannot believe that he lost. So even though there's all this evidence, he's like, nah, something's got to be wrong somewhere. So he's trying it. And as for someone in his team calling up and not him, let's look at history. He does everything himself. There's so many things that he shouldn't have done that he's done himself. And he uses the line, the president, I'm the president. You need to listen to me because I am the president. I'm right because I'm the president. It doesn't surprise me that he called them. It was embarrassing on his part because, you know, he wasn't begging, but he was just saying stuff like, well, I think that this is the case. And no, I don't have any evidence, but I've been told, I've heard rumours that these machines are faulty. And, you know, we won by a lot and I only need 11,800 votes. And there's surely something you can do because it's illegal if they if you don't count the votes correctly, isn't it? It's illegal. Shouldn't you be doing that? And, you know, you're a Republican and it's going to be very bad for you. So he knows what he's doing. He's not stupid. The thing about Donald Trump is he doesn't like to lose if you look at his show, he doesn't like to lose. He tells everyone they're losers. He just can't believe that he sold his soul. And then this is what he's got. A whole bag <laughs> of nothing. I believe that he's like, oh, the game's up. It's over now, for real. This is embarrassing. And what I was promised hasn't come true this, this time around. So he's vexed. But what I felt like with that tape, it was like he was speaking in such a tone. And if this is his convincing tone or his kind of brainwashed tone, it was such a monotone tone. There was no like... 
You know what, guys, you know what I've won. If there's no urgency, it's just like, you know, we've got these 11 votes, the, the, the machines are dodgy. And the people that he was speaking to on the call, they were like, really like, you know, when you have like a partner or a parent waiting for the person to finish ranting, to calm down, and you know that arguing with them is not gonna work, so you're gonna let them have their say, and then say respectfully, now we know that this is not true. It's like literally like talking to a child. The, the audio tape is just quite funny because it's like, we're, let's let the madman, we have to be respectful. We can't cuss him because we know we're just gonna get into trouble. So we have to let him have his say and then come back with like, respectfully, sir, you're talking shit, but they can't say it in so many words. They have to dress it up and say, well, you're president. Well, we've said that these aren't, this isn't the truth, this isn't the facts. But the thing is, I believe it was Donald Trump. I believe that he wasn't set up because there's no way. He would have been told, stop tweeting, stop calling. Can you imagine how many times he's been told to put his phone down? and to log off social media and he hasn't listened i'm sure he's hard to control and this was off and this call came after 18 separate attempts by the white house to get raffensperger to speak to trump so this is he only took the call after 18 attempts donald trump is frantic in his yard stressed out and trying to cause all the drama and he just wants this thing to win his daughter came out at the rally last night and i don't understand i you know i want ivanka to go to get really but people people keep talking about her being like a candidate, like she's going to run for presidency. Yeah, apparently. Why? Who told you? If anyone vote, anyway, that's another tangent. I don't believe him, but it's just interesting the way he spoke on the cause. Like, what's the Iran thing? They issued out an arrest for for him um, once he leaves. I think that's to do with you know one of the General. generals that got killed yeah. on the say so. Yeah, I think it's over that. Oh wow. And also, he's been told that he can't go and play golf in Scotland as well. He needs to know. They want him out. What's that? So, yeah. It's, That's it's, the COVID. <laughs> this is what Nicola Sturgeon is saying. It's because of COVID. But, you know, the, nobody wants him. It's hard. I feel it's, it's a harsh place to be for this white man. Yeah, it's going to be harsh for quite a few white men going forward. Times are changing. I don't know. <laughs> Reap what you sow. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I, I definitely don't feel sorry for him because, I mean, on a human like that and sense of loss and like loss of power. Okay, fine, human to human. I'm sorry, but it's that overconfidence that you thought that this is going to go your way, and it doesn't. I mean, society's not going to change. We're still going to. They're going to bounce back because, like we said before, this whole thing is manipulating dumbass Trump supporters to keep putting money in his coffers so that when he leaves, because he's he's made millions or maybe close to a billion. I don't even know how much he's made, but he's made a couple of million. On the back of this, this is a fraudulent situation that I'm in. Let's million they Look at that. You've made nearly quarter of a quarter of a billion because you're lying to people. And you know, he knows this is what this is his money train. He needs to be able to pay the bills when he leaves and pay for all the legal things he's gonna face. So this is what he's doing. It's a nonsense. So he's gonna bounce back. Because, like I said, I believe if anything, unless he really does feel wounded and feel like you know, F this for a laugh. He's going to come back as a political pundit and just make bare noise. And then when Ivanka tries to run and then the little brothers try and be running mates and all that type of shit, he's going to bounce back. The Trumps are not going anywhere in this I, I way. But the only thing that might be like if their legal stuff's wrapped them up too much and it really discredits them, they become like a total crime family. Fine. But if not, they're just going to use that, that privilege runs deep with them. So until they get knocked for real. If I was Ivanka, I wouldn't be coming out at no rally to support my dad. Like, dad, it's enough now. None of them are telling him to stop. They're all tweeting in support of their damn father. Yeah. They, don't, they ain't learned shit. They ain't learned but cool. Let's, let's say that they are like, we have the backing of the other side of the 
of the coin, so to speak, when it comes to power. So they're like, we have this power structure's backing. So they feel like, all right, this is a minor setback, but we can like come back. But maybe they actually can't. Like maybe this is it. Like when when he leaves, he is going to be tried and he may go to prison. I, I'm leaning more, you know, before I was saying he was going to win. I feel like this is the undoing of the Trump. Like literally it's like an unraveling. He is going to be sold out and laid out as well and put in prison. I actually feel like this dude, he's going to suffer. He's, I don't think he's coming back. I think for all the things that, that that's listed against him, it's going to be a real slap in the face of, I mean, democracy's already been de de demolished anyway at this point, but for them to really want to really build democracy, they have to, but I just wonder if they will, because I just have no faith in governments that this man's been able to get away. People are calling for, for him to be impeached again. He survived <laughs> the first impeachment. Will he survive? He shouldn't survive the next one. But if he does, this is it's going to be a real problem for the world. But if they want Biden and Kamala to really sort things out and change the perspective and pretend that everything's nice and, democ and democratised again, they're going to have to do it. But I just don't know if I trust them to do it. Ronald says, no, Trump is lying. Sis says, I believe he is desperate to win because he's a known sore loser. However, there's truth in the system of corruption, as he would know. However, not today, Satan. Take your L. Ronald says that tomorrow is certification of the Electoral College votes by the Senate and the House of Representatives. So I guess that's when they'll officially hand it over to Biden. Or you never know, there may be a dun 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 and it goes to Trump. Miss Natang says Trump needs to let it go. And Ronald says it was not fun for us, Auntie Nana. This is the country you choose to live in, my friend. And Beverly says, ha-ha, chimpanzee. <laughs> and Beverly says he ain't going to prison. The laws that govern was made by them for their benefit, not ours. Anyone read the Magna Carta? Uh, kind of, bits and pieces. I haven't read it. It's a big book. No, unless it's the Jay-Z version. Though. <laughs> <laughs> he's not going to go to jail. He's not. He's just going to no. get close to it, but he's not going to go to jail. They're not going to let... He's going to move to Scotland. But Scottish people are rowdy, you know. They're not going to have... They, they'll throw haggis at the window every he's night. Right. He's rich enough to not to interact, to be honest. I think he's probably going to move to Scotland. He'll probably get... I think his children are still going to be in politics. I think that's for sure. They're arrogant enough. I, I don't know. It's just that slippery web. And it's true, as Beverly said, this system is made by them. He's part of it. So, and it, it depends on what he knows because he's been privy to a lot. So if he's like, listen, guys, I'm going to be talking all the talks and doing all the things. So I'm going to, you know, I don't know if you'll have a Jeffrey Epstein existence. Oh, could you guys see that Jeffrey, there's the, on over Christmas that Jeffrey Epstein was seen on an island? Someone released a picture. I need to, I don't know why I forgot to share it with you guys. It must have been, I don't even know why. But yeah, Jeffrey Epstein is apparently alive and kicking. Wouldn't be surprised. I can believe that. I wouldn't be surprised, but you know, that he was so caught so quickly. I don't know about that. But yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he was hiding somewhere. But what's her name? Gislaine. Yeah, she's still in prison. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, women always get it harsher. Maybe she, <laughs> maybe she shouldn't have all the secrets. He's got all the secrets. I think she has all the secrets, mate. The thing is, he had quite a generic face. Lots of white men kind of look like Jeffrey Epstein. It's not that 
I feel like he was too sim like in a way, um, Richard Branson kind of looks similar to him. Like there's a there's a look of a white man that has that kind of face. What, and that rich? hairstyle. Yeah, yeah, that kind of hair. That, I feel like that, that could be anybody. But I yeah, but the thing is he's got that big rich white man mask face as well. It's like a kind of longish, big headish. I don't know. I don't know. Allegedly, anyway. He was <laughs> so We'll see what happens. Next story, next story, next story. Yeah, a conspiracy corner. But yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> that would fit right. <laughs> I mean, let's see. He might pop up somewhere. He might be in Ghana partying. So my story is about Hillary, Hilaria, Hilarious Baldwin. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. That's how she should be called from now on. So Hillary Baldwin is, sorry, Hilaria Baldwin, Baldwin is married to Alec Baldwin and they have like 90 children or something like that. She seems to pop a baby out every nine months. But she has come into the headlines over the last couple of weeks or so because she's always claimed that she's Spanish and um, she speaks in a Spanish accent. She goes from Spanish to English and, you know, she'll be like, oh, in a Spanish accent. The next minute she should be have an American accent. And it's come out that she's not actually Spanish at all. She um, is born in, and bred in Boston and she went to school in America. She didn't go to school in, in Spain, as she said. And she's had to come out and say, I am a white woman. Yes, I am a white woman. My parents are white. I am a white woman. But, you know, I lived between Spain and America and that's why I have this accent. And I speak a lot of Spanish and I speak a lot of English. And this is why I flip between the two. The reason why I'm bringing it up is because do you guys think that this is cultural appropriation? I saw the story and I just thought, I saw it before, but I just didn't care. So I didn't look into it. And I think she's is Spanish, I think. No. She's I, not Spanish at all. She's not. She's an American woman. Her parents retired to Mallorca in 2007. Do you know she's what? a oh. white American woman. She has no Latin DNA whatsoever because i watched the video and she said her parents are from spain so she actually said it oh my god but she's done oh she's also god. done the accent why are she... you saying english cucumber she's on video yeah, I, saw, I saw the video i saw that video and i saw her say that because she got you know it's that you know when you i'm not and this i'm not defending i just literally i thought i literally thought that she'd disproven it by saying yeah i am i mean it sounded like total bullshit but also i just thought okay whatever but my thing to her is like what benefits did you get pretending to be spanish because mexican and spanish well, and spanish is different from mexican obviously yeah what benefits does she get from being is it because she wants to feel exotic but she is married it's not like she's trying to trap a man she's already got her man so what was the thing because alec was in it as well so i don't understand yeah. what are the benefits of being pretending you're spanish what is it i think she told a lie yeah she told a lie because she's a boring white girl and she was like, how can I make myself a bit more interesting? I know, I'll pretend I'm from Spain. And it stuck. And now she's so built with this lie, she can't let it go. And everyone who loves her is also not letting it go because they love her. So they don't want to, do you know what I mean? Make her feel like it's a way. So she's trying to justify this by now coming out because before she weren't coming out and saying oh she's white she was kind of saying oh i don't know why 
people even care about this? That's not an answer, love. Do you know what I mean? Are you or are you not Spanish? If you're not Spanish, why are you speaking like that? Do you know what I mean? It is appropriation at the end of the day because it's not, got nothing to do with your culture. Now, if you were saying, you know what, I hold my hands up, I just really like Spanish culture and this is how, you know, I know it's wrong, but this is how I just like to express myself, that's a different story. I'm not even saying that. So you're complicit in your own insanity. I just can't. I just can't. You need help. You actually need help. You need to sit down. Your whole family and everyone that supports you on this nonsense needs therapy. It's ridiculous. It's actually ridiculous. Like, there should be a special place in hell for people <laughs> who are able to just take on whatever culture they want and then just throw it off when they're bored of it. Because that is privilege of the highest form, as far as I'm concerned. And it's disgusting. Like, and the fact that she's not even taking responsibility or take, acknowledging there's no accountability whatsoever, that's what makes it absolutely worse. I don't even want to talk about her. She's so annoying, like seriously, because it is the epitome of privilege. Like the fact that she's even getting pressed because of this is privilege. There is definitely a position of privilege to go through this charade that she's put on. To me, she doesn't even sound Spanish as well when she was talking. It kind of sounded like a bastardized Mexican type of way of speaking. It was really poorly done. But it's the taking people's jobs, like, you know, going on TV, doing cooking slots, speaking from a Spanish woman's perspective on America. Like, actually, and, and the same for Alec Baldwin, talking about his wife, like, you know, she's so Spanish, she does this. She's so Spanish. Like, all of that pantomime that they were putting on together. But I really felt this probably happens way more than we give it credit for a lot of white people not having a culture that they're proud of in any way. So they don't see their uniqueness. So they adopt an other and then they wear that like a coat, like an accessory. It, it gives them a story. Like even she kept on saying it, you know, my story's so unique. Your uniqueness is that you're a, an absolute liar, a compulsive liar. And you went about it. And I was watching somebody saying like, um, Alec Baldwin has always had a, an affinity to like exotic women, generally of the Spanish Latina persuasion. So she she filled a space as well. And that may be a thing in Hollywood, that kind of Eva Longoria, the cruise woman, like that type of, so they're very white looking anyway, but they are Latina Spanish. So maybe this is, she just saw that's how I can bag a really rich man and have a story to tell. But I was more like, this needs to, this needs to be assessed. Like, I feel like white people need to really be discussing this. Like, they need to, like, how they are always, when, when black people do things, like, they wheel out a black person to condemn it. I feel like lots of white people need to be wheeled out to condemn this because it's not on that these women keep on taking space that is not for them. Like, you have your lane, stay in it. Just because your lane may be dry, that's, that's your business, like rebrand, but don't try and just co-opt other people's culture. It is a, an absolute insanity, but again, goes along with racism. To me, they're all forms of the same thing, just an insanity that seems to be plaguing them. Yeah, agreed, 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 agreed. Because with Hilaria, Hil Hilary Baldwin, right? She says that her family have referred to her as Hilaria. 
this is not true. They've done reports from people that she went to school with. They've said they've known her as Hillary. There's been some reports from people that she competed in dance competitions with. They've said that they've known her as Hillary. They've said that over the last decade is when the Hilaria thing started to come in place. And they were like, oh, okay, what's that about? Her parents went to Spain in 2011, actually, not 2002 or whatever I said. So it's not even though they've lived there for a long time. The point is, for me, if she loves Spain, so be it. If she loves the Spanish culture, so be it. If she loves the Spanish accent, so be it. But come out, be real and say that. I'm not going to start living in Spain and then someone's going to start calling me Ferreria. That's not going to be the case. They're going to call me Farah. That's what's going to happen. I'm not going to adopt the Spanish name. So the fact that she stretched it that far and then has had to come out after all these people have basically baited her out that's the thing for me you can love someone's culture but own your own culture and at least celebrate that culture and say I really like how they do this I really like how they do that it's fantastic over there I feel very comfortable over there if that's what you want to do it's the lie and then getting caught in the lie and making out like you don't know if English is your first language if you were born speaking English you can't forget the name of a cucumber I don't care how much Spanish you speak you can't forget how to say a cucumber. You can't. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, that was uh, acting. Do you know what? I, I paid no attention to this story, literally. It was terrible. It was so... And, and the thing is, yeah, it was such a trope as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, it was such a, a cheap shot. Like, it was... Oh, I, <sighs> yeah, that was bad acting, poor acting. I just, but I think what confused me was like, why would she lie? Because that's why I thought... When I, I only watched, there was like, was it now this that they they summarized stories? I just watched that video literally because I thought this is a whole bunch of nonsense. But in here, what you lot are saying, because I want to watch like, why would you lie? But Nana, you've explained it. There's a lot of bored housewives out there or wannabe housewives just bored of their existence. And so they do this madness. If you watch Big Little Lies, if you watch Little Fires Everywhere, there's a lot of upset white women whose lives are not the way they want to be. And it's interesting that white women feel that it's insecurity about not being exotic enough when white is a standard of beauty. But is that slipping? Has it now become the Lat is Latina white woman now the epitome of beauty? No, so I now don't think so. I think well, that's it's, what I'm saying, because it's still like the blonde. Arabic now. It's going into that kind of, it's the Arab looking woman. That because of is, Kardashian. Yeah, kind of thing. That's the more kind of like desirable look. No. But, then, but okay, so the blonde hair, blue eyed woman's gone out the window now. No one wants to be blonde anymore. Is that that epitome of beauty, the Marilyn Monroe? Is that's no longer now? It's yeah, I, I think I think it's on the way out. Like the dark hair, kind of really thick dark hair type hair. thing. There's still room for a blonde woman, but I think when you look at young girls, especially when they're quite insecure, they do try and move into that racially ambiguous. Mm -hmm. and then create a story. It's very juvenile for a 36-year-old woman to be doing this. It is like, you need to go and see a psychiatrist. But I do think there's probably way more younger white girls here and in America that do the same thing, that do try and... Actually, I kind of can think of even when I was in college, there was, you know, kind of being like, oh, I'm from Cyprus, I'm Greek, because we was in North London. But they're not, they're English. But it, to me, it just seemed like an insecure thing that girls would do. You try and fit in where you can fit in. I guess that's no different to the comparison would be when Africans would be like, I'm from Jamaica. <laughs> it's not the same, but I'm just saying like, as a human trait, we kind of can do this. But I still think that it's a problem that white people amongst themselves need to be talking about. You know what I think is more a comparison? 
is that when you get when you get them speaking in American accents, <laughs> saying the same. Hey man, I remember there was a guy in college who went to America for a week. Yeah. He came back. You know who I'm talking about, Auntie AK. And he came back and he had an American accent. And it was like, are you okay? And he just kept that accent for the remainder of college. He went for a week. For a long time. And the thing is, there is, look, and then the only reason why black people, whether you're from the islands or from Africa or whatever, it was a survival thing because you could get very t ripped apart if you had, especially if you had an African accent, generic Afri African accent, wherever you're from. So that was survival. So this, these women are feeling like, are they, do they feel like a survival moment? They feel like they need to survive because they're missing, but you're a white woman. And it is a conversation they need to have because these insecurities, the real insecurities are never discussed. It's always projected onto black people. It's black women, especially, that we have all the insecurities. But white women, it will go into size and maybe things like size and weight and stuff like that. But never really like actually as a white woman, just a simple white woman, I feel like I'm not good enough. Hence, therefore, why I'll get a bit of an extra tan and maybe get a perm and make myself look like I'm. I think that um, a lot of people in her comments were like supporting her and saying it doesn't mm. matter. Like there's absolutely no accountability. That like, even one time when I was working, I'm not going to say where or when, but there was a young lady who was Australian, yeah, and she changed her accent. <laughs> to an American accent, like one week that like she's Australian through and through, and one week she just changed the accent. To this day, she still speaks an American accent. She ain't American. I think I was one of the few people like, what are you doing? Are you like, what's what's wrong with your, you know, the original way that you speak? But then you see, I think there's something about assimilation. I do agree with your point in terms of like survival and stuff. There was bits of assimilation there and everything, although it's unnecessary because we were in the UK. Like you don't have to speak like this. It's exactly. ridiculous. But you do get it that sometimes people from the north, when they come to the south, they lose their accent. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or they water it down the accent because of all of the connotations, the negative connotations that is associated with the accent, unfairly, to be honest. But it is, it is the actual take in the culture, though. That's the thing. Yeah. She's trying to pass for something that she is clearly not. And it wouldn't be a problem if she had lived there for a certain amount of time, because you can, like Auntie Shade said, if you move, you can pick up the accent of some wherever it is that you've moved to. My oldest brother lives in America. He lives in L.A. and he has got an American accent now. I've got a cousin who moved to Birmingham like 30 years ago and he's, his Birmingham accent is thick. You would never know that he was from London. But that's when you move somewhere and you stay there. So it, that can happen. It's the culture thing. It's the appropriating the culture and making out like you're something that you're not. That's what I have an issue with. With yeah. her dress and convincing her husband, because he said, yeah, my Spanish wife, and he made a joke yeah. on whatever talk show, talking about, oh, my wife, and you know, she speaks with a um, Spanish accent. Well, did he know before or after? Did he, because that's why it seemed to me like this is a cultivated thing between the two of them. Did she marry him saying she was Spanish? Or did he, I don't know, because I, I have no, I, I don't care about. No, I think I think she had presented herself as Spanish, but whether or not, as the time has gone on, he's known. I don't know. I, I, it worked for him as well. He had an exotic wife. Like it gave him stuff to talk about when he was being interviewed. So he probably knew. He probably exactly. didn't care. They probably Absolutely. backed up each other so that it worked for so long. Yeah. What I do love is the Twitter person that found out all of this shit on her. That's like some serious, <laughs> like, remember that that program, The Cats One, that was on Netflix? I think that was just a group of people. And 
Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's yeah. I, I imagine that a person doing like, who can I find out and expose? And they went to town and managed to find this angle on this girl. Amy Schumer, that the comedian, like she did something yeah. on her Instagram, and then people came for her. Like she was like basically mocking Hillary Baldwin, and then they came for her. She had to delete her flipping Instagram account. Why did what did Amy? Um, because I, I, you know, I don't. I'm not a fan Amy of, Schumer yeah. basically was like mocking Hillary Baldwin, like doing the accent and mock pretending to be her. I think. So then she had to no, no, she she yeah. mo- she she recreated a picture. So I think Hilaria <laughs> had a full of hilarious. She had a picture with her son, but she's like, you know, I think she's a yoga teacher or yeah, something yeah, like that. Nice. She's like, yeah. almost like, oh, I just bounced back and like, here's my baby kind of thing. And so Amy Schumer, do you know what I mean? She she recreated the picture, but they were basically, I think they were kind of saying that that your truth isn't her truth or something like think, that. Do you know wow. what I mean? I think Hilaria got, Hilaria, Hilaria got into trouble because people were then saying, cussing her, and that's when it started to unravel as well, where people didn't know the yeah. truth. Because like, you're about, you're posting this body that's not, as you said, it, it's not real. Would you have posted it if you were a bigger woman? Yeah. But people yeah. just came for her, which in her bubble, she could have been fine. But then they're like, yeah, and your fake accent, let's get, let's come for that too. Yeah. <laughs> Beverly says, Auntie Sade, all what you're saying is true. We all have to remember that the media houses ain't owned by us. When we sit down and watch their food shows, we see how much they've stolen from our culture. But then again, black people give everything away for free. Uh, Candy says she capitalized on how America promotes white looking, palatable Latinas over black women and average white women. Beverly says, since when... Since when does this lot know about spices? They suddenly become knowledgeable on si- on spices. Such a joke. Rowena says dark hair, curvy and tan, exoticals. That's that's a good description, yeah. Or pretending to be mixed race. And yeah, that was another thing in college as well. If there was curly hair and you could just get a tan, it's like you could be mixed. Um, Ronald says, what about Tom Hanks' son, yeah. Chet? using a Caribbean accent. I don't think we've ever spoken about that, actually. Because I can't. And I refuse. haven't ever spoken about no, that. That is bizarre to me. I refuse. He doesn't live like a, do you know what I mean? He just does a bit. Yes, a, I don't think it's right, to be honest, but he just does a bit. He doesn't live like a Caribbean pretended to be a Caribbean. Why I don't think he's doing it. Why does he keep doing it? Because it's attention seeking. It's just like, I can do this thing, so I'm going to do it. He's not even a comedian, so it's not even like he's it's trying weird. to do a character. He's yeah. not. Um, uh, uh, the oh, no, last no. comment just came in from Antoinette. Antoinette says, it's because we are hunting them down and flushing out the fakers, so she couldn't pass for black, so she tried a next ethnicity. White is just not enough for them these days. I guess so where they can't colonise, they appropriate. Okay. Yeah, basically, it is a bit, a bit of that. But yeah, Chet, I don't know where I sit on it. I find it bizarre. It's, it's, I can't. I, I cringe. I said, I, and I can't stand people sharing. I just want him to go away. Stop doing it. Stop it. It's absolutely upsetting. I find it cringy. It makes my whole soul hurt when I see a video. Yeah. I don't like his name either, Chet. It reminds me of Weird Science. I was about to say Chet the shit. The shit, didn't well, they? They turned him into the shit. Yeah, a Chet. <laughs> Weird science fan, it's a great <laughs> I guess that's it. That's it. Shall we move on to Auntie's No Best? Okay, so this came in pretty recently. Hey aunties, 
my my problem is yeah my friends all fancy my mum and it gets on my nerves she's really fit and good looking for her age and she wears clothes that show off her body not in a bad way but sometimes i wish she'd change her style my boys keep talking about her and because she's on socials as well she's in ghana right now and all her snaps are showing her and her friends carrying on and it's making me mad because my boys are showing the videos and basically on crud aunties i know you're going to tell me to shut up and be grateful my mum is a pengers but real talk it's bugging me i don't want to be like an idiot and my friends know they're winding me up I'm trying to laugh it off, but it actually bothers me. I tried to hint to mum to change her clothes a bit, but she gave me that side eye. Help me. It's really stressing me out. Auntie <laughs> Farah. Well, um, listen, <laughs> listen, leave your mum alone, innit? Allow your mum. As long as she's wearing clothes that fit her, leave her alone. She's allowed to live her life. By the sounds of it, you're old enough to look after yourself. You do what you're doing. She ain't running you down. Leave your mum alone. Let her enjoy her life. Let her enjoy herself with her friends. Because I tell you what, if my nieces or, or my daughter in a few years' time comes to me and tells me anything, I'll be like, shut your mouth. But yeah, leave your mum alone. As, you know, you, what you need to do is talk to your boys. You need to tell your boys, stop being so disrespectful. And then if anything, just say to your mum, mum, maybe like block these lot, innit? Because they're rude. You don't really want to see what they're going on with. Block them. So then they can't see your mum. That's what you need to do. Rather than telling your mum to change your ways, her ways, you need to tell your friends to change their ways. And if they don't, then you should go around to their house and start saying to their mum, well, grand Mrs. whatever her name is. See how they like. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I totally agree. I think like if you're with anyone or anyone in your family close to you is attractive, they're going to get attention at the end of the day. And you can't control where that attention comes from. Do you know what I mean? So you kind of got to change your attitude to it a little bit, to be honest, that kind of thing. It's a bit difficult because it's your mum and that. And you probably don't see your mum in that way, but other people do. So, yeah, I agree with Auntie Farah. Just like at the end of the day, practically, she can block them. She doesn't actually have to, though, to be honest, but she can block them if she wants to. And then check your friends, man. Seriously, if you're, if you're saying to your friends on the real, like, you don't really like that and they don't respect it, then they're not really your friends, are they? Do you know what I mean? So you need to you need to mind that. But this could be your mum, you know, what's happening to your mum could happen to your girlfriend, could happen to your friend, could happen to your sister, could happen to your cousin. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just, you can't control what other people do. But this young man that's got in contact, like, really, you need to listen to everything that's been said. <laughs> what you're trying to do is police the woman that gave you life and just sit down and think about that. And no. The time is not to tell your mum anything. You need to speak to your boys. I don't even think she should block them. She's just living her life. And who are you and your friends to determine how she should be dressing or what she should be doing in Ghana with her mates? No. Like, you need to just sit down, speak to your boys, or suck it up. Because how do you think you got here? It was through sex. Like, just absolutely just sit down and shut up. No. No, no, no. Not today. He did say it. He knew he was going to get this answer. But the thing I wanted to like maybe twist on it is what if the mum's caught in the attention? Is there any way that some, because I mean, there will be some mums that be like, ooh, feeling it from all the attention and maybe pushing the boat out. Is there any advice for anyone whose mum's, he's not saying that her, his mum's doing that, but there might be some parents, dads and mums that would be like, yeah, they know they, they like the attention that they're getting from their kids' friends. So maybe they're doing the most. How would you sort that out? Don't, don't put your friends around them. Like, yeah, but then that's, I mean, that's a bit like, you so you don't, don't let your friends come around to your house. Just never ever have your friends at your house and stuff like you that. You don't have to be there. Go to their no. house. <laughs> their house. Yeah, go to their, their house. house. 
Tell their mum she's fit. It doesn't have to be tip for tennis. You run out of houses to go to. Everyone's mum's looking at us. <laughs> if everyone's mum's are pengers, then they're like, going to have to hang out in the park. <laughs> right. But it's true, though, because some dads be dating, like, dating their, their, their sons. And some mums too, don't you? Some mums be like, Whoa, look at this. They do, they do. This young, thick young man. The uncle's in the branch, you know. There's someone's dad, you know. <laughs> one of my friend's dads, I will not name any names, but growing up, one of my friend's dads used to blatantly be like, which one you want? It's like, neither of you. <laughs> have, have any of you lot had a friend's parent? Who, okay, you don't have to say, but have you ever seen anyone's parent that's like, oh, all right, that's actually a, a fine specimen. That's a fine dad. Oh, yeah. What do you mean, like? <laughs> like inappropriate comments. No, no, have you, yeah, have you seen you a, a friend's parent that's like, yeah, well, that's he, he, he can yeah. get it, he can get it. Yeah, I mean, but this is like, when I was much younger, but maybe not thought their thing, but, well, oh, he's handsome in a very, I'm a child type way, like your dad's handsome, but no, it's not like no. I've looked at anyone's dad and been like, yeah, man, you could get it. <laughs> no. <laughs> the thing is, Anyway, I can't even go into it. Let's get the comments because there's lots of responses to this one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's quite funny. All right. So, Mr. Tang says, My children have the same problem. <laughs> Beverly says, Leave mum. If she's sexy and feeling it, let her be. And Mr. Tang said, It's 2021. Mum's slay. Get over it. Antoinette said, Loud mum's here. Your boys are begs and they need to go sit somewhere and stop the disrespect. No more good, good jollof for them. Um, Beverly says, if your mum's sexy and feeling sexy, let her be. Ms. Latang says, exactly, Auntie Nana, sit over there. And Antoinette says, again, it's why should a woman change her appearance so men don't ogle her? Bruh, please. Think about your boy's actions. It speaks volumes about their attitude to women. They need to check themselves as that mentality and attitude will cause them bare problems with how they treat, interact with women in the future. Yeah, that's what I think. And Nia Date says, you got to chuck the banter back. Likelihood, their mum isn't a pengers. Go in on that. <laughs> oh my God. From their bantering your mum, all bets are off. Lace, oh no, can you imagine? Your mum, your mum, your mum. Oh god. No, it's true. <laughs> it's true though. If, your mom, if, if your mum couldn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> imagine your mum's not the mum. Like, yeah, but my mum, no one wants your mum though. My mum's grand. That's real tension. But yes, hopefully, yeah. young laddie, you've heard, you knew we was going to cuss you, but you know, it is what it is. Suck it up. And Anna, you know, we had, you sent those pictures, those scenarios. I think we should discuss those as a next dilemma. The if you want. Okay, cool. So basically, there's a popular meme going on um, at the moment, which is like has like a picture of like black characters kind of thing. So there's one that is like a relationship one. So the girl basically says, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. The guy says, nothing, chilling, what's up? And she says, nothing, can I come over? And he says, sure, come if you want. And then she says, okay, but do you want me to come? And then he walks off, yeah? He leaves the chat, basically. And we were discussing between us, like, the issues with this, <laughs> basically. And would you go? Personally, I'm not going. <laughs> if you say, if you want, nah, I'm not going. There's no way. 
Seriously, you got to want me to be there and you can respond in so many different ways. Be like, ah, oh, I'm looking forward to seeing you coming. Yeah, sure, come over. Yeah, I can't wait. Do you know what I mean? Well, there's so many different ways. There's so many different ways. Come if you want. That's just like, ah, oh, I could see you. I could play computer. I could go to sleep. That's long. I don't want to be an option. I want to be the main thing. I have to be. Otherwise, there's, there's no space for me. Sorry. Bye. Um, on my my, I fully fully agree because my my thing was even before that. I I mean, obviously, you can ask to see your partner or your person that you're seeing. You can ask, but the way she asked, I wouldn't like to ask that in that way. Like, if he said, if you, if I said, oh hey, how are you? What are you doing? Oh, I'm chilling. There's no comeback. Can I come over? Because he never asked. And no, he was up with you. What's up with you? And then her thing is uh, nothing. I can I come up? Can I come over? I would really want in the immediacy. I ain't doing nothing. You know what are you doing? You come in. That's what I need. Rather than then I'm going to be like, can I come up? Can I? The word can I? I might <laughs> say, you know what? I'm not doing nothing. I wanted to know if you're free. That's a different kind of fishing question. But to say, can I come over? And then he's like, if you want. No, then I'd be like, psych, I didn't mean it. I'm not going to say something dumb. I'm not, I'm not asking permission in that way. I have to word it differently. But on that note, yes, if you want is the problem. Because it, as Auntie Charlie said, it's like, I don't really want you to come, to be honest. If you want, you just, men, understand this, this thing has gone on. There's been different remix mean versions of this. And men are always like, just come in it. And women are just like, no, it's the if you want it leaves us lots of room for doubt that you actually want us to come. So but don't- it's, What do you want, bruv? It's not yes. if you want, because I've showed you my intention. I want yes. to come over. Exactly. So what do you want? Why are you asking me if I want? Yes, I want to. <laughs> You're saying but if I want, want, now I have to think, do I, can I? I'm not allowed. I don't, precisely what you were saying though, Auntie AK, is the, was the beginning problem for me is the asking, but maybe he's one of those guys. I feel like the whole thread was symbolic of when he's not really into you. So the fact that you had to ask, and then he came back with, if you want to, that's when you just need to block him. Like It just needed to be an instant, it's, it's really not this guy. But I hate those words, all similar to the, you know, like, do what you feel, like all of those, like it's back in your, it's back in your court, but I'm just here in it. Like if you want to cut that, no, no, that's not what the question was. It's like, do you actually want to participate in this? And I think when you're hit with the, the where the person's not telling you what they're after, that you just need to cut them off, like ghost them and never speak to them again. Cause that person is definitely at some point gonna waste your life force. They will. They're not going to change. They will waste your time. Definitely. It, oh, it pisses me off royally. And it, may, it gets on my nerves when men try and defend these like words that they come back with because it's just laziness. I know when I say, if you want, I don't really want you to. And also, I don't <laughs> fuck if you do or you don't. It's that like, come, if I say, if you want, you can, you can I'm not bothered, basically. That's what if you want means to me. And if I'm asking someone, and that's I'm, I'm with you guys, I don't want to say, can I come over? Is it is it okay if I come over? Fuck you. Like, no, I'm not begging you to come over. Like, nah, if, 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 if the conversation is going, what you want? Nothing. Okay, cool. 
coming over. All right, cool. That's what I want to hear. I don't want to hear if you want. I don't want to hear. Can, I don't want to say can I. That shouldn't be the way that it needs to go. But I just know that for me, I'm I'm with all of you. Lot. I'm not interested. I, if if I if I say can I come over? Let's say I did say can I come over, and the answer is if you want. I'll be like, nah, you know what, actually, I've got shit to do. I forgot. You're not hearing from me. Because you're clearly not interested. And, I, and as I said, I know what it means when I say that. And that's not the energy I'm looking for. So, no. I'm She's frozen in anger. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Auntie Nana, get the comments, because people are responding again to this. <laughs> okay. All right. So, first one, Nia Date. So she wants to be begged. <laughs> Please, the offer is there. Stop making this a thing. Mr. Latang said, if you want equals, not bothered either way. Sly says, yes, AK. And Mr. Latang says, yes, the can I is a beg, hence his response. Sly replied, nah, but not sure what that was too. But, um, and then goes on to say, from he said, I'm chilling, that was the message. Okay, all right, maybe. And then uh, Mr. Tang says, they're just not that into you. And Sly qualifies that with, I'm chilling, equals not that into you. If you drop her, can I come over? After that, it's on you. Oh, see, learnt something. Okay, yeah, that's okay. fair. Wait, Mr. Nee said, what does he want, a beg? It's not, it's not, and that's what men keep saying. It's like, we want us, yeah. yes, please, we love you, and please come over. No! As we've all explained, that if you want, leaves room for, this is not a priority to you. And the thing is, what men need to do in the immediacy, the minute, because you also, when you see that number up on your phone, you know, and maybe the time the person's called, if you're not into that woman, and you know maybe she's a, like she's more than likely going to ask if she wants to see you or something like that, you kind of know how the conversation's going to go, unless it's so early, you don't know this person's personality. So you kind of know that you're going to get this question. So you know what the response should be. The minute she says, can I come over? Yeah, man, come. Or I'm chilling. Do you want? Do you want to come over? You what? Are you saying you're coming over? Or do you know some? Or the woman and women lesson learned. If you're going to make that call, just say I'm coming over, innit? If you're not doing anything, and then if he's then he has to. It doesn't give him room to say. He either will say, do you know what? I've got to go out soon, so maybe not. Then you also lock him off because he doesn't want you, and um, because he's especially if he doesn't give you a rescheduled date. That's another thing. But if it's like he's like, yeah, okay, cool. Then that's it. You shouldn't really have. To, that's it. Because it's, it's, it's. I'm not trying to say it's not okay to ask. You can ask because you might be like, you know what, if you're busy, I don't know if you've got stuff going on. So I just wanted to know if I could come over. Oh, I was free, so I was going to come and see you. There's ways to say it where it doesn't sound like you're actually begging. But men, respond quickly with that nice, smooth return. Yeah, man, come. Well, I'm not doing anything. I was even about to call you. Even lie. I was about to call you. You come down. What are you going to say, Auntie Nana? But, okay. So Sly saying that I'm chilling equals that I'm not too into you. I kind of think that that's, I could see where then yeah. you don't ask after them. Like the same way if somebody asks like, uh, are you okay? And you reply with, I'm fine. The probing further afterwards doesn't lead anywhere because you're just actually at that moment, not ready to talk. So I guess it's the same thing. If you get the I'm chilling without an invitation to come over, don't ask because I think exactly. generally, if a man did want you to come over, he would say. But the thing is, though, let's let's flip it. If someone says, like, say I'm in a situation, someone's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, nothing. I'm just chilling. What are you doing? Is that your question? Yeah. You, it's a question. you left it open. And, and, yeah. Yeah. But they've kind of, yeah, he I get it. He didn't leave it open. He did, actually, he did do, do that as well, because he says, what's up with you? 
So he's yeah. asking her, what's up with you? And then she says, nothing, can I come over? To be honest, it's the asking, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? To be it's fair, asking, yeah. to be fair, I probably wouldn't ask, to be fair. Like, I feel that's the safest way. You know, there's language in it. Because you could be like, what are you doing? I'm chilling. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm doing nothing. Can I come over? Because it could be... You could be like, do you want company? You could say that. Do you know what I mean? It's the phrase, isn't it? It's the phrase. It's the phrase. Please, can I come over? No. (laughs) (laughs) If you know someone and you know that, that, because also this is a a scenario, but we know the scenario is loaded. These memes are always loaded for us to give these all these opinions. But if we look at different scenarios, it could be just language. Like, that's how you talk. I'm not doing anything. What are you doing? I wanted to come over. Okay, if you want. But it's the if you want. It's the... Can I come over if you want? If you want, if you want, remove it because you can still ask. You can say, "Can I come over?" Yeah, man, come because if you you quite know, know, man, I don't, don't, I don't like the question. I'm not. I'm never going to say, "Can I come over?" Yeah. But if that's if you lot, that's your language, and you lot speak like that. It's still. It's when the man says, "If you want," that's when it causes problems. And if he hasn't already said, "You know what? Calm down." But if it's the room where you feel like, you know what? Can I come over? You might. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he might be. Think, not thinking that you're going to say that. How does he might not want to make assumptions? If he's gonna... Yeah, but the problem is, yeah, it's just that if he, it depends what kind of relationship That's you want, it. yeah, yeah. If he actually needs to go somewhere, he has to make the effort. So never ask. Absolutely never ask. Yeah. yeah, he has to make the effort every single time. So you know, hundred percent that he not because he's just passing the time and it's something to do. Okay, one just said, what if he had just said no? And then Slice says, girl chilling versus man chilling is not the same, though, my friend. Smiley face. Sly, I hear you. All right. Listen, women, we word things. We still want the same. We know what chilling means. What if he just said no? Yeah. I, can't lie. <laughs> I think that's fair. I think, I think in principle it's fair. <laughs> but for me, personally. <laughs> That's gonna be that's your exit out of my life. It's the same thing though. It's, it's just to me, it's the same end. That yeah. if you want is the same as a no. It'd be the same end. Yeah, no, but at least I could leave being like he was honest, like he actually said what he wanted. Like yeah, there wasn't this be, ambiguous space. I'll be pissed, I can't lie. You might be pissed, but I prefer the truth rather than for me yeah. to go there. Like I've begged him, he said I don't care. Like no, if I've, you want, it, you I've see gone me. there. No, but then he ain't seen me again. Like that's what I mean though. Like I'd rather get the truth in it. Like, nah, not on it. Cool. And what, what situation are you in that you've asked a guy that you think is cool? Can I come over? And he says no. Ronald, is it no dead air? Or is it no, actually, I'm really into my game right now, but you know what? Come back tomorrow. Is it just a no? Choosing the game over me? Nah. Nah. I'm not saying that's no. a good reason. No, 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 and a no is a no is 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 end of relationship. I think it's that right. woman wants to hear no is also end of relationship for me. Yeah. Like, that's, that's that's the end. It's the same. Yeah. It's actually the same. But the no, <laughs> the no will intensify and speed up. It will just <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, okay, okay. Go on, Auntie Nana. Go on. So, like, you could get. A no, or, or you could get it if you want, and you go there and he continues playing his game. So you just left your house to sit watching a dude play a game yeah. or to sit watching a guy fall asleep. 
Like it's the same. He just should have said no so that it spared you an evening or flipping years chasing somebody. You know that there are women that have heard that if you want time and time again, and they go there and they don't get what they want because the guy just should have said no. But really take it as a no. Take it as he really isn't that into you. Like don't waste flipping years sitting on the waiting for him to see your value. That's all that whole conversation was. She was like, I'm just going to be firm. I'm going to stand up and ask for what I want. Like you're not going to get it. You're not going to get it because you were asking and it sounded beggy. You're not going. The dude knows he's in control from when you was like, can I come over? <laughs> Lost. Find another one. Why have we all done that? Can I come over? That's what it sounds like, isn't it? Can I? Okay, okay, okay. okay. So there's more comments. There's more comments from Candice. Just give me clarification and not waste anyone's time. Ronald says it's just a no. <laughs> and Maha says sometimes you need your space. And I can understand that. I can hear that too. But like, you need to say that then. Do you know what I mean? You need to say, you need to be so tactful with me that I'm not going to feel away. Yeah. But no, do you know what I mean? If you're just saying no, then nah, it's, it's the end. <laughs> It's the end. I don't even care how that sounds. That's just reality. It's the end. Okay. And even if I pretend that it's not the end, you're going to suffer. You, you <laughs> don't Beverly says, needy ass female behaviour. And oh. Rach says, I've been guilty of going, even though the guy wasn't bothered. And I felt like an idiot afterwards. So I says, Auntie Nana, did the spirit voice of, can I come over? <laughs> <laughs> Maha says, if a man is playing his game or vice versa, I'll be cool with that if I'm busy watching a movie. I'll be like, let's talk later. And Candice said something about chilling. It's, I can't scroll down. See, I'd respond to chilling with chilling you want company or chilling content alone. That's too much, Candice. Too much. Yes, a little That's bit too, too much. Because then he can still say no. No, it's too much. But then it, it, that, because it's, it's better than can I come over. It's a little bit better than can I come over because it's like, what you're chilling and you want company, or you're chilling and you just want to be by yourself. No. It gives him room to give a direct answer, but it is a lot of other questions. Yeah, exactly. If if we're in a situation shit or whatever it is, that kind of thing, relationship, whatever, and I'm saying hi to you, and you're not asking me what time I'm coming round, forget it. Like seriously, yeah. you should be asking me, like, yeah. is it convenient for you today? Do you know what I mean? Like, not, not this very true. Because if you're in a situation ship. And you know that you don't want to go around. You're not going to have the conversation's not going to go in that direction. You're no. just going to chat, aren't you? If it's one of them times when you know you want to go around, the conversation is going to lead that way and it's going to warrant the correct response. I shouldn't have to say, can I? And if you say, if you want, then later. That's all. Thank you, Sly, for resolving this. But also, let's how it gets to the point where she doesn't know who she's calling and he should that she should be clear before this call, phone call even happens that you know what see the number in the phone yeah that's not the guy to ask let me go to our next number or leave <laughs> it shouldn't be the number she shouldn't even be in the situation it might and also as well yeah like rachel that was saying yeah i've done that shit too that's why i'll never do it again like, <laughs> yeah. i'll see one guy he's just like yeah i'm gonna be making beats you can come if you want and i'm just there listening to him. <laughs> 
Dead Beats. Oh, listen to the Wannabe record. I know. We, we've all done it. We've all done it. And it entertained, you can... entertained a rapper. Definitely. Oh, blitz. Yeah, tunes. I was using the lyrics. They're not good, you know. Seriously, this is not what I want. Do you know what I want? Entertaining stuff. Just to... <laughs> so I have a relationship with Gets and look, it's not cool. And it this is true. Thou shalt not run down man shares. You're right. Yeah, this is it. If no every girl needs to learn that, like yeah. literally, like don't. And I would love to send that to a t-shirt to Lani Good as well. Like just <laughs> let it go. Let it go. Let I go. Something else said. It's too much. When you're in that sensitive space, it's difficult. And if so she's like, okay, I need this situation. He said, if you if if you want, I do want. So I'm gonna bad my. I'm gonna. And as as I think Rach said, you think, yeah, I'm in control. I'm gonna go down there, but you're not in control because, like, he's gonna continue making his beats. He's gonna continue playing his game. He's gonna have his back to you, and you're gonna be sitting in the bed like you know the woman. What's that? Who's that? Um, that meme where she's sitting on the bed with her glasses on. And waiting for life. <laughs> Is that New York? New York? I can't New York yeah. <laughs> You're literally you know, sitting there waiting, and then he's going to pay your attention, give you the lame dick. It's like, oh, I could exactly. It's going to be a three minute back. Yeah. And then you're going to feel shit going home. Like, I actually yeah. left my house, washed all my bits, shaved it. Yeah. And got a, a three minute back. I should have listened to that if you want, and been like, no, I do, I do not want the lameness. Yeah. Oh, guys. I mean, for the guys commenting, we must move on, but for the guys commenting, would you lot go and see a woman on it if you want? <laughs> it probably would. <laughs> they never think that we don't want it. But hold on. If a woman says, if you want, I'll have the knees and the slides and the Ronalds, could you please <laughs> respond, please, quickly? Would, you say, would a woman say, if you want, though? That's the other thing. I've yeah, said some women would. Some women would, like, uh, if you want. And that's why I said I know if I say if I want, then I don't really care. Women have those words yet. come out of my mouth, I don't really care. Women no. have those men that get on their nerves. I don't think I'm on the fence with those scenarios. Like, either I do or I don't. Do you know what I mean? I'm never going to... I don't think I'll be in a situation where guys like, ah, uh, <laughs> and I'm like, if you want. <laughs> no, no, I think, think like, when you're... Your mind, cause, sorry, because in your mind, it's like, if you want, because you're thinking, it's that same way, because... If you're the woman that's going down on an if you want, you'd be like, oh, okay, I do want, so I might as well. So if you're like, do you know what? If he comes, no biggie, I'm not really doing much. I'm chilling, could get some good dick. He's not bad in bed, so come on then if you want. But if he doesn't come, you're also not bothered. So then if you want, I think a woman could be like that if she's nonchalant and not really bothered about the situation and her time, you know, it could be potentially a, a, a nice bus. Neil Darte says, yes, if you want, yes, I do. See you soon. <laughs> And <laughs> said we'd go on a mare. It's true, they probably would. And Ronald said yes. So it doesn't work. Guys will go on a if you feel like it, if you want. Yeah, they're gonna go. So then are are we being sex? There's lots of interesting comments. <laughs> <laughs> go on. Go on. <laughs> um so Maha says, yes, you have your own life in the nicest way possible. And Sly says, but as a London man, I've grown up on scraps. On scraps, yeah. oh, oh, Sly. Sly. Come on now. Your face But okay, are we being sexist? Are we assuming then that the woman is being needy? What is the woman? Because I was going to give it the scenario. Like if you're the, 
boss, not even about bossing, let's forget that. If you're, <laughs> are we placing too much weight? It's just because we're talking about, we, when we had our aunties after dark conversation, just before the new year, we were talking about women taking charge and changing the narrative. So if a man says, if you want, yeah, I do want some coming, in it. So, and then you take control of the situation. So if you go down there and he's got his game in his hand or whatever, you take the game, dash it, and then be like, listen, it's on, and then you have a good time. If you're a woman taking control of the situation, is there any room that women can explore that? Sorry, I no, can't. My face was so like, no. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> it, it doesn't work because you need him to put in the work. So I can't see how it's going to happen. When we were talking about women changing the narrative and not sitting there waiting for men to make all the decisions and always being like, you know, we're trying to change the fact that women take control of situations in their love lives and not be dependent on a man to make all the decisions. In all seriousness, if the man says, if you want, and you do want, how do you change the scenario to be something that to get what you want and it not always be, oh, he's not that into you? Because let's say you do have men that aren't necessarily always assured of the lay of the land. Is it always straight off? And guys, you can answer. Is it always like, if a man says, if you want, he definitely doesn't want. Or he might just have said, if you want, and he genuinely means, yeah, come down. But I'm not bothered if you don't. But I also really wouldn't mind if you did. And then, does it always have to be negative? I'm just asking. I, I, think, I, think, I think ultimately it is really and truly, just by, by the way of it. Like, you can respond to that to anything. Do you know what I mean? Kind of thing. But it doesn't show you that you're 100% in. And at the end of the day, like, if I'm giving my body to someone, you need to be 100% in. You need to show me that you're 100% in. That's what I want to see, whether it's a serious thing or a non-serious thing. I want to know that if if I'm going to take up your, or actually, to be honest, if you're going to take up my time, do you know what I mean? For however long it is, that the focus is on me. And that starts with the conversation. And if it's not, no, I don't want it. I don't want it. And I think a lot of women feel like that. I just don't, I, I can't see the positive in it, really and truly. Yeah, if if he's not enthusiastic, you move on to somebody that is, or you cultivate relationships until you have somebody that is. But you can't, you can't be following through on a lazy if you want, or a, you know, I'm just here chilling type of, and there's no invite to come round. It will problem. never go well. Yeah, I, I guarantee you. And if it does, it's probably going to be like the one out of a hundred times that. Somehow, in that time that it took you to get there, he perked up in some way. But really, it's not It's not a good sign. Like, just <laughs> move on to the next guy, man. There's too many avenues. There's just too many people out there. Like, there's, you don't need it. Sly says, you have no idea whether a London woman gives a shit or not because it's hard chess. <laughs> and Miss Latang says, yes, I'm definitely being sexist. I claim it. Sly says, pure poker face. Oh, my <laughs> Lord. Uh, Ronald says, we take if you want as a yes. <laughs> and Miss Latang says, what Auntie Nana said, men need to put in the work. If they don't know what they want, that's your answer right there. Next. And Ronald says, we assume that if a woman didn't want to be bothered, she would just say no. Men take away the thought and we apply the thought. And that's what it is. We did. We've all lived and learned. Like, this isn't purely from the air. No, exactly, exactly. But we apply thought. We thought. We think about things. When men, when men write us off as overthinking, we think because we know what it is. We think. That's it. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> to form the culture.
So guys, I wanted to ask you guys, what was the most memorable moment of 2020 that you felt was like a culture thing, culturally, that just really was something that we like, you just can't, I don't know how to phrase it. Yeah, something that impacted the culture last year that was memorable for you. Shut up, Sly. Okay. Finish now. <laughs> Sly says, apply the thought or overthink. Whatever the case is, it gets, <laughs> up, it gets us to where we need to be. It protects our brain, us, ourselves. Poker face. Yeah. Poker face. Go on. Yeah, so any um, culture moments of 2020? Okay. I, um, I would say the, the first thing that came to my head when you mentioned that was Thai. Was Thai passing. I think that, like, just really at so many moments throughout 2020 and just days in general it's like he pops into my mind and I really am thinking like oh what would Ty be saying about this circumstance that's taking place what would Ty be saying like just he he's always like at the back of my mind like what would his commentary be on certain events that we lived through last year and just really missing him like just his presence on a social scene culturally and seeing so many of his friends grieving as well it's like I felt that was such a big a, a big moment in my 2020 so yeah tie passing yeah that was definitely a big shocker my cousin sent me not long ago a video where we went to um under the bridge and he was the host and it was yeah. like it was such a good evening and um, I'm annoyed because we had footage I had footage with him but just we got picture of him emceeing and it's him in his element. He's such a good MC and a, um, a host. He was brilliant. Yeah. And that moment was, and that night was so good. So, so good. But yeah, I am with you on tie. Um, mine is not as sad. Mine, I think last year was the Karens. The evolution of the Karen. Mm -hmm. Becky has evolved into Karen. And I just think it was such... <laughs> um, <laughs> slides, I'm just reading Sly's comment. We will come back to you, Sly. Um, it was such a moment of validation for black women who've been calling out Becky's and Karen's for the longest. And I felt like for once we were seen and heard because this moment, this behavior was being called out and visualized and not just by us, by everybody who is routinely, and this is why we have Hilaria becoming, Hillary becoming Hilaria and hilarious because their protective mask is being is slipping and cracking and being all the way brought down not just by black women who they can write off and say oh she's angry and aggressive for once and for all karen's and becky's and karen now karen's are now being under under scrutiny under scrutiny sorry i can't even speak under scrutiny in a way that they weren't before so we had people like the woman who complained about a young black girl who was selling water who was called permit patty there was another girl who was who complained about um who was or she was policing someone at having a barbecue in a in a, <laughs> barbecue Becky. a black family it's having neighborhood. barbecue Becky. There's a work, white woman, yeah, the white woman who called um, a 911 on a black dad at a football match while sitting in a golf cart. She was called Golf Cart Gale. And, <laughs> and then the one that was a bit more serious, well, not even a bit more serious, but was quite, could have gone left, was when Amy Cooper saw Christian Cooper in the park, the black man who was working, minding his own business, bird watching, and she went to call the police and literally faked the call and said he was literally accused him of attacking her when she didn't when he did nothing and it was that level that, that of that one still annoys me though it annoys that me, one me off yeah and, it's, and one just happened recently in a hotel this woman yeah. literally uh, there's a jazz the jazz player so i don't have the name to hand his son 16 year old son was accused by a white woman randomly though they don't know if she's white or mexican but she's white looking and 
she accused the young boy of stealing her phone. These times now, where was her phone? In her Uber. And the Uber man returned it later on. But she actually went and dragged the boy to the ground to try and get the phone that was that he did not have. And she was just wiling out. And the um, hotel manager took her side and was immediately addressing the, the father and son, like, did you just, do you have the phone? Or trying to de-escalate, but not because you're still believing this white woman. And I just, in, in all seriousness, it, the, the, all the memes and the social platforms that have come up, like Karen's Gone Wild and all that stuff, it's hilarious until it's not, because you kind of watch a few, then you're like, these women are actually mad. The level of anger that they get to when they start screaming and going red, and and even when they know they're, when they really, you can actually see when their brain clicks in, this is wrong, I'm doing the wrong thing, but they won't stop. They will continue and continue, and knowing the risk that they're putting people at, especially when you've got a black man in a line of fire, they, it's just amazing. So I just think the evolution of the Karen it's become now a thing where even white people can see that white women are there are a lot of white men out there that are struggling with who they are and what they want to be and their behavior is quite dangereux so um yeah it's for me it was the Karens and their evolution and their comeuppance as it were maybe the negative effect is now we're gonna have a bunch of them pretending to be mixed race and Latin and that's gonna be a problem in itself but for me it was the Karens what say you auntie Shade. mine is just a little cultural moment from a lovely young lady called lanny good where she told the world that she was sitting on a bad boy piece of information <laughs> classic it was wait, wait, wait 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 here you go here we go you got it bad boy piece of information do you understand <laughs> i'm sitting on a bad boy piece of information do you understand yeah <laughs> Such a moment. I just thought the delivery was just so on point. The fact that she didn't really have a bad boy piece of information was just classic <laughs> as well. Might have been bad to her, not to anyone else. But like seriously, it was just like such a kind of like, maybe like a social, cultural moment. It was just like fun and how it kind of like, it just spread like wildflower as well kind of thing. I mean, I think someone mentioned Lani earlier today. I mean, yeah, the girl might need a bit of support and stuff and everything like that. But ultimately, I think she's trying to be an entertainer and yeah. what she, how she's doing what she's doing is working for her. So I've got no issue with her. But um, yeah, she was just thoroughly in the whole lockdown and that whole situation, that was very entertaining for me. So that was my moment. Azifara. I have a serious one. And I have a not so serious one. So didn't, didn't serious both. one is George Floyd when he passed the hands of those policemen. I mean, the, the reason why I think it's an important one is because same with the Karens. We've always known that this shit happens, but people don't necessarily believe it because they can't see it. Or if they've seen the ends of it, they've always made some sort of excuse. This went on for a certain amount of time and they, you know, there was no excuse to be made. And how that spread throughout the world, people's um, reaction to it throughout the world and the protests throughout the world. I don't think we've ever seen one thing in our lifetime, certainly, happen and have such an effect. So that was a really, really um, a cultural moment for me. You know, I went to the march with my nieces, it's something I, I, don't, I don't really do, but I felt it was important to go with them something they learnt from, something we could all see. And it, as I said, it just seemed like wherever you looked and whatever channel you looked at, people were marching 
all over the world. So that was one for me. Also, my other one, which is really not that serious at all, is Beyonce's Ivy, <laughs> Ivy Park drop. I was going to say, not that serious at all. But boy, she had me up, man. Like she blatantly had me up. From the February release to the ones in October, and she had me up. Like she had me sitting there, like, I'm going to enter the room now. Here we go. Bye bye bye. <laughs> um, I don't I've been like that with anything for, uh, I don't even know if I have, probably since Toy Story came out and I had to stand outside and wait to get the toys for my little brothers at the time. But I haven't really felt like that where I have to, I've got to have this. I haven't had that moment. So, um, yeah. I was going to say something about Ivy Park because I've not ever been so influenced and spent that much on somebody saying that this is what you should have. And I agreed. <laughs> I agreed royally. It's changed my life. But um, let's yeah. get some comments with lots of responses to what you guys felt was cultural moments for yourself. I know. There's some really good ones. Okay. So Antoinette says, yes, Auntie Nana, Ty's passing was a real big and sad event from last year and still hangs heavy. I agree. There was so much what happened that would have loved to have dialogued with Ty because he was such a conversationalist <laughs> and I miss him. Uh, Miss Latang, this one's heavy. Um, versus Beanie versus Bounty and Erica versus Jill Scott. Most definitely, I actually had forgotten all about versus. The, no, versus was amazing. That's a brilliant thing. Beanie Man was amazing. Miss Latang says no carnival. Okay, uh, Slice says that was legendary, and he's responding to verses as well. And then Miss Latang says the rise of entrepreneurs. Who knew people loved sprinkle cakes like that? <laughs> and, <laughs> um, Candy says, Munya Chihuahua's success. We know who Munya is. I don't think that's his surname, but yeah. yeah. Munya's success over 2020 has been amazing. Ronald's one. Isn't that's it. It. Can I see Ronald's one? Oh, there we go. Okay. And mine was 11 minutes of silly games in Lovers Rocks. I don't understand why Brits don't love it as much as Americans do. <laughs> a lot of Americans have loved all that series more than the UK. But I think it's because, you know, it wasn't a lived experience of this. You're getting insight into something that you've never seen before. Whereas the people who lived it um, are a bit stressed with some of the inaccuracies. But I love Lovers Rock too. I was going to go back to verses and ask you guys, what was your favourite verses? I, I think it was Jill Scott. Jill Scott and Erica Badu for me. I think I... In, no, no, no. I lie. I lie. The one that I enjoyed thoroughly was Teddy Riley and Babyface. <laughs> I enjoyed that immensely. For the shade, the internet interruptions. Oh, my word. That was uncle-ish at its finest. Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. Most hilarious, I think, because, yeah, all the... Teddy Wally did the most. He <laughs> had a whole studio set up. I wouldn't admit that his whole studio set up was a problem, and he was doing it to make coins on his live stream. Come on! He did the most. It was brilliant. Yeah. But, um, do you know what? Actually, singing song-wise, I'm, and it was a well, not as a quiet one, but um, the Patti LaBelle and Gladys Knight, listen, I got my life. I watched that offline. I got my life. But yeah, the big ones, that were some of my favourites. Auntie Sade and Auntie Farah, which are your favourites? I wanted Brandy versus Monica to be my favourite, but it wasn't. Yeah. I really wanted it to be. Maybe, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I think we probably had the most fun 
with um, Teddy Riley and Babyface. I think that was funny. That was good jokes. Yeah, maybe that one. Fancy far. Beanie Man and Bounty. Like, for me, that was just... Because not only were they flipping funny, <laughs> but the, don't forget when the police came and Beanie Man was yeah. like, Mr. Officer, yeah. Officer. <laughs> like... No, Beanie's mean when he's dancing. That's the baddest thing <laughs> ever. That's a problem. It's so uncle. It's like what you think you look like giving back shots and what you really look like. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, like, it culturally, freaking Yeah, weird. so that um, one for me was brilliant, but I did equally get major kicks out of Teddy's one because that was just, like, as you said, uncle-ish in, to the extreme. And Jill Scott and Erica, just for the vibe. Just for the, the sisterhood and the unity and the vibe and the music was was brilliant, but yeah. I mean, versus as a whole, what a fucking brilliant idea. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's get the rest of the comments. Okay, so we have a question for you, Auntie Sade. What's the name of your cat? As Antoinette loves him or her? He's a he, a he, a he. <laughs> <laughs> you know Hilaria. what, he's a transgender because I thought he was a girl and it turned out he wasn't. Um, so his name is Sir Honey Huntington. <laughs> Sir Honey Huntington, that's lovely. Thank you, and Red Border says Black Pound Day for yeah. real. That has been a great highlight of my 2020. It's flipping brilliant. Shout out to Swiss. We had him as a guest on one of our earlier shows, which you can listen back to. Um, yeah. Swiss on and love Swiss, and he's done such an amazing thing. Him and his team with Black Pound Day. Uh, Antoinette says Brandy and Monica, where Monica looked like she was forced to be there. <laughs> Very true. Ronald says Patty LaBelle and Gladys Knight. Yay! It's Patty. <laughs> and Sly says the guy dancing for Teddy was life. I forgot oh, that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I need to go and watch back that verses, you know. It was full of gems. That was just so special. Um, Candy says Jill Scott and Erica were such a healing therapy at that point in time. And Sly says, referring to the Beanie Man one, you really want to be that guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that was quite a good Jamaican accent I did there. And Candy says, waiting for Beanie to bring out a workout video for January, showing off his new flat belly. <laughs> That's an uncle belly. He's got to own it. And he's skinny and he's got an uncle belly. Bless his toes. Bless all of his toes. <laughs> um, well, that was for the culture. And now... What's made you sad, mad, and glad this week? And everybody in the comments, get involved. What's made you sad, mad, and glad this week? Auntie Shadow, because she looks as yeah. um, So sad was the news of, and I don't think there's much details at the moment, but these young people, I think they're 13 years old, they were arrested on suspicion of committing murder of this 13-year-old boy. And it seems like it was like a honey trap type situation. So the girlfriend lured her boyfriend to be stabbed. That was like awful, awful mm. news. So that's made me a bit sad. Mad is generally the national lockdown. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm just so sick of this. <laughs> I'm just so sick of it. I want everyone. No, I shouldn't say that. It's because they come for me. But um, I don't know. I think they're saying February. I think it's going to be April until we're out of this, if we're lucky, and we might see a summer. But if it is April, that means I have my birthday in lockdown again. I'm just not... That's being robbed of two birthdays. Oh, my God. 
So yeah, I was just making me a bit mad and sad and tired and I'm sick of it. And I'm glad because we made it into 2021, guys. We made it. <laughs> Clap <for> yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I am glad that we are still doing this shit, man. I'm very glad and proud of us. You know, what is this, episode 43? Mm-hmm. Something like that. It's my age. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> so, no, I think I, I'm pretty proud of us. I'm pretty, you know, I'm glad that we're engaging with all the people that are listening and watching. So I'm, I'm, I'm very glad for all of you guys. I'm glad that we made it into the new year. I don't have much. I don't have a sad. And um, I don't have a mad. In fact, I'm just glad to be here. That's good. Auntie Nana. Okay. So I am, I guess I'm kind of sad half sad about the the latest lockdown just how it's not too clear and I just really feel for the school kids especially like my niece in year six where this is like her final year in primary school and for it to just keep on being cut short for the time that you spend with your friends before you go to secondary school like I really feel sad for the year six people and just generally people who love school that you're you're not able to go at this time. So I'm slightly sad about that. I'm mad. Yeah, I guess maybe we'll speak about it next week because there wasn't time this week. But Will I Am and Kim Hill, that whole saga, I'm I'm just mad at Will, at Will I Am. Because there's something, you know, he looks like one of my cousins, like badly. He looks like such a Ghanaian man. So I always have an affinity for him. But he repeatedly, like, lets me down. So, yeah, I'm just... That 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 angered me that Will continuously does things that kind of let me down because I feel like he's kin. So yeah, that was maddening. Glad, yeah, really for us. You know, it's the new year, episode forty-three. I'm really overly glad that Aquia just put us all together and we've followed through and carried on. And now we have people that listen to us, and we yeah, it's just a vibe. I'm really proud of us and 2021. Big things for us, man. Big things. Big things are gone. Big things are gone. gone. I'm, do you know what? I'm actually mad. I'm looking at the list and I missed that off. I didn't, it wasn't because we ran out of time. Totally. Oh, I thought we didn't have time. Forgot. I just, I just missed it off. Technically, we have run out of time though. Okay, yeah. I'm just pissed that we missed that. So we will talk about the Will I Am situation next week. So I'm mad about myself, bad at myself for that. But I'm, kind of sad about lockdown it's annoying and I'm sad that it's back to work for me but I'm also glad that it's back to work because I'm so excited about what's going to come this year lots of stuff in the pipelines and what was my other glad yeah that was my glad and also definitely glad about y'all aunties and I'm glad that you guys are engaging and we've got our regulars and you lot supporting us you make us feel seen listened to and heard and um yeah man I'm glad I'm just glad as well glad we made it through the shittiness. Do you know what? Actually, 2020 wasn't that bad for me personally. And I'm very glad that I made it with my peoples, bar one or two. But other than that, yeah, roll on 2021. So I'm, I'm glad we're, we survived and we're here. And there aren't any zombies outside my door because I was literally thinking we we're going to see zombies soon. Never try to I mean, it could change, but right now we haven't. Thanks. I haven't packed my bag yet. okay um mr tang said mad that they're blaming drill for the actions of said young people 
and sad to be returning to work tomorrow and glad we are all here. That's lovely. Thank you. Candy says, glad that our communities are having more important conversation. Best thing that came out of 2020. And Ronald says, glad that I'm happy. Glad that I can thank you for a look into the Black British point of view. Oh, and Sly God. says, glad for the aunties. Oh, guys. Thank you. Being across the water and supporting us so regularly. Yeah. Really cool. But all of our supporters as well, you guys really make the show pop. It's great to have the interaction. We can you not send us your dilemmas, please? Don't try it. We want to solve your problem. <laughs> we know you've got problems. We're qualified. <laughs> we are listen, obviously, all our responses are opinions only, and we're not saying you must do them, but we are aunties, cool aunties that have all the advice in the world. We just give you great advice. So give us your problems, send us your problems on our instas or message us on Facebook, we'll solve your problems. You can say it's for a friend. <laughs> um, Victoria has just joined in and just said, I'm glad to have Dion Warwick on Twitter. Yeah, most auntie, yes. Yeah. Yes. auntie is peak queen auntie. She's doing the most. She, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Can you imagine if we had her on? That is like all hell the auntie of aunties. Yeah, I feel like she would come on. I feel like Auntie Dion would come on. I do. Somehow I do. She could trip and fall and come on the show, like, oh, where am I? Okay. <laughs> Hi. Hi, ladies. Hi. Yeah, she could do all of that. That would be quite fun. But um, that's it. That's your show. That was your Aunties Could Never episode 43. We will be back next week, uh, as usual, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Join us here on um, Facebook. You can watch us on YouTube. Or you can wait for me to put the episode out on a Saturday. And that will drop us an audio on all the listening platforms that you can think of. Spotify, Amazon, what's the other one? Apple. iTunes. iTunes, that's it. So we're on all the listening <laughs> platforms, all that type of stuff. Please like, follow, and subscribe, as you should do. And come back. And join us and share your problems with us. We want to help you. We know you've got issues. And happy New Year. And happy and New Year. Oh. Happy New Year. Wait one second. What? So Victoria said someone asked her, auntie, I guess, um, um, Dion Warwick to go on her podcast. She said yes and directed them to her assistant to book. Ooh. That's what I'm saying. That's, I've got a feeling. Auntie Dion would come on this thing. I have a feeling. Okay, let's get it. Let's try it. And Beverly says, aunties, I need some help with the page. Well, message us and we'll answer it next week. Message us, Beverly. Um, thank you, Antoinette. Thank you. And Mr. Tang says, bye, guys. Off to look for Auntie Nana's T-shirt. Okay. Go, go, go. There's a sale on, on my site, 30%. It ends midnight tonight. Hurry up, Jess. Buy me one, too. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want me to do unpopular opinion on Yes, that? we do. Yes. Sorry about that. Okay, so my unpopular opinion is the days between Christmas and coming up to New Year's. I like New Year's, but I don't really like them because everything shuts down because I want to work. That's my unpopular <laughs> opinion. I'm a workaholic. I would like to work in those times. No one else is, and it's really annoying. Thanks. Yeah, you're froze because even the website. The internet was like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs>